Hey, everyone. Welcome to Locked on Lakers for Tuesday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. Is LeBron James headed to Paris next summer? You are Locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Lockdown Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcast. It's always going to be free and it's never going to be behind a paywall. And Lockdown Lakers on YouTube, Andy's where you can go hang out with a bunch of people, over 20,000 subscribers strong, who all had very strong opinions about Monday's show regarding Anthony Davis and whether or not he's going to be playing more center or uh, power forward this year. He's going to get to play more four, as he's talked about. Um, a lot, of, a lot of people talking in both directions about whether or not they think it's a good idea, whether he should get his way there, what that would look like, and even a few that say, yes, do it, and uh, let LeBron James guard small forwards. It doesn't matter. I had someone suggesting, saying that they can do this because, as you may recall, in the 2020 championship season, LeBron was the point guard of this team, to which I pointed out that was LeBron's offensive assignment. But I can damn sure assure you yeah. he did not do that defensively and even if he had that was four years ago sir <laughs> like no <laughs> like just no well Stop. speaking of speaking of uh father time andy mm -hmm. um lebron clearly thinks that um papa time papa time is uh, is not going to be <laughs> enough of a factor in about 12 months that it would keep him from participating in the uh, olympics the 24 summer games in paris I've always wanted to go to Paris. I mean, I don't blame him for necessarily wanting to engineer a work trip to Paris. Um, Guessing he's been before. I Probably. <laughs> probably. He's got the means, if nothing else. Um, but in the wake of this uh, FIBA World Cup fiasco, Andy, it's turned into a fiasco at this point. The, Lake, the Lakers. The, um, the, the Team USA losing to, uh, to Canada, not even getting a medal over the weekend. Um, it's it's a fiasco, and um, in response, the bat signal has gone up, and LeBron James has made it clear that he wants to play, and uh, Anthony Davis is going to come, and Steph Curry is also uh, considering a return, and Chris Paul and Draymond Green, and it's like the Expendables, Andy, except for basketball. Um, they are getting the band back together, and the band, I think, really was together when the band was around because some of these guys have been playing internationally and in the NBA for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, some of the, like you, like you mentioned, a, a lot of the people that LeBron is reportedly talking to, like, so it's clear he is not on the record confirmed that he's no. going to be doing this, but it has been reported. That's not how this works. Right, but it's been reported, just make sure people understand, yeah. but it's been reported by multiple outlets that this is something that LeBron is interested in doing and that he's on a recruitment trail and... Uh, the ESPN report phrased it as one last USA run, which underscores what you're talking about, uh, the expendables, getting the gang back together one last time before all these you know, ex-hitmen and mercenaries can go their separate ways and retire at least until the next movie comes along. <laughs> I, um, I, I mean, look, I, neither you and I are people who are more concerned about the quality of the NBA than we are about whether or not the U.S. wins international basketball tournaments. We made that very clear on Monday's show. Um, 
you know, when they when it's U.S. versus whatever, I cheer for the U.S., but I don't care. It does not uh, impact my national pride in any way, shape, or form. You and I were talking. You and I were talking before the show, and I was being a hundred percent serious. I don't actually know what FIBA is. <laughs> like, like I know what it is in terms of like what it stands for. Once we looked it up, but I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't really know what it is like in terms of the thing that I would be rooting for if I was caught up in it, which I'm not. It's not, it's, it's not a thing. It's not, it's, it's not like a, like a place where you go and you FIBA there or something. It's just like, it's like the international uh, governing body of international basketball. Sure. Um, but yeah, like whatever. It's always and sounded so, made up to me. It does. Like, uh, like uh, Clemson. <laughs> yes. My, my, for People unfamiliar with this, I've had a long-standing theory, and I'm being dead serious about this. I don't think Clemson's a real school. Mm-mm. I think it's like a Truman Show type situation that is basically it's like a set with some classrooms in there, filled out enough for appearances, but it's basically there to funnel money into a football and basketball program. And my proof is, have you ever heard of anybody that's a Clemson <laughs> alum, a Clemson alumni? That is not either a football player, a basketball player, or a South Carolina politician who has to be in on it. Like yeah. these are the people that keep the whole charade going. Yeah, um, FIBA's a lot like that for me. It's, it's supposedly they have like you know twenty six thousand students there every year. Well, look, I, there, I, I there are some. One. I think there are some people there who are in on it. I think there are some people there who have no idea that they are part of a fake school. You know, as long as the degree gets. <laughs> As long as the degree gets them somewhere, I guess nobody's being harmed. But I, I am truly of the opinion that Clemson is not an actual institution. It's, <laughs> it's essentially like the Truman Show set in. It's like it's jury duty. At best, it's the the jury duty show with James Mars that, yeah. you know, that came out with as a fake trial. Um, but it's the, for it's it's to get the interest from LeBron. It's interesting on a few levels because first of all. There is and there has always been this sort of rebound yo-yo kind of effect whenever the, 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 the NBA guys lose, whenever Team USA loses in one of these tournaments, it's like, okay, fire up the A team because like, you know, now we need the even best year players. And look, the World Cup team is filled with really good young players, but it's not the best team that the United States could produce. It was also too, um, and this much I do know about what happens with FIBA, it was very poorly constructed for the way FIBA basketball actually gets played. Beyond beyond whatever you think of the individual players involved, this was not an ideal FIBA team. No. Um, You know, know, counter people would would say, well, a lot of teams didn't have their best players. Giannis didn't play for Greece. I'm just talking pure I know. I want to clarify what I mean. Like the bat... Right, the bat signal goes out. Now it's like we got to, you know, we got to bring out the big guys. Can't lose, can't lose twice. And so, it is interesting to me, and we can talk about this more coming out of the break. But it's really interesting to me that we're still in a place where, you know, and this may not be totally accurate. And if it is accurate, it's probably not a great sign for U.S. basketball, but international at least. But like where the cavalry is. LeBron and Kevin Durant. LeBron will be, you know, for how old will we be next year? He will be this almost summer? 40. Okay. Um, you know, 36 year old KD, I think at that point. Um, you know, Curry is in his uh, upper 30s and like all this stuff. And now look, we're talking about 
Jason Tatum as well and uh, Devin Booker. You know, and this idea that Chris Paul is going to be one of the guys you'd put on that team seems to me to be a little ludicrous. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm sure they'll find some younger players uh, as AD's well. AD's in his prime. You know, there 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 are definitely guys that feel like more immediate logical choices for the Olympics. I mean, you know, some of this is, you know, KD has played in them forever. He's sort of like his generation's Carmelo Anthony. And, you know, this is something, and I know I want to talk about this in the next segment. This is something that would feel very emblematic of where LeBron is in his career in general when it comes to last rides. And I have been doing a lot of perhaps uh, – Galaxy braining, thinking about yeah. What let's let's so let's get mean, to that. But, yeah, but. let's just get to that because there, it's LeBron, and you know the the question then becomes like, is this like the the last thing that he does? Is this a sign that he thinks he could play for a really long time? If there is a season that comes after LeBron playing in the Olympics that he plans on playing. Do you actually want him to go play in the Olympics? Uh, that to me is a compelling question. All of this stuff coming up next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by Ibotta. And if you're picking up some burgers or dogs for an NFL themed college football themed football themed weekend barbecue, why not get some cash back for it with Ibotta school is back. The kids want to look fashionable in the hallways. You can watch your cash back grow just like their wardrobe grows with Ibotta. You're already spending the money. So why not get some cash back for your troubles with Ibotta? Just Link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and you get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns 120 bucks a year in real cash back. Again, real cash back, not points that nobody uses. They're confusing. They're a hassle. This is real cash back. And you can earn it on hundreds of online brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners five bucks just for trying Ibotta using the code LOCKED when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store, download the free Ibotta app, and use that code LOCKED. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store, and use that code LOCKED. Okay, so let's let's start here. What does this development again lebron uh reportedly very interested in committing to the olympic team for next year assuming he makes the team what does this say to you about career plans because it can be read in many different ways yeah like i said it got me super galaxy braining and you know lebron does nothing by chance he seems like he always has a larger plan in mind with everything that he does he thinks things through he considers end games carefully and with that in mind I started thinking about does this mean LeBron is leaning towards retirement after this season you know he has the player option for 24-25 it's 50 million dollars which obviously is a lot of money even for LeBron it's a lot of money but it's not in reality money LeBron is going to miss he can find many many different he'll be okay well, he can just find many, many different ways to make $50 million. I mean, I'm, that might be what he gets in a month from Nike. Like, he, he's going to be fine. And, like, this would be one hell of a farewell tour. Like, yes, it a would. Season on a highly competitive Lakers team, assuming everyone stays healthy. Then the Olympics, 
a possible gold at nearly 40 years old. And, you know, while Bronny's health issues, which make it clear, more important than basketball, and it's good to see that Bronny seems to be on a good path towards a just a healthy life moving forward, it could complicate the plan that LeBron has talked about playing with Bronny. Correct. And it might, it might make it something that he just can't truly plan for the way that he had been envisioning it like a year ago. I, I sincerely hope that is not the case, but it, it might make things a little bit more complicated. Um, it, but either way, like the idea that LeBron would be setting himself up for theoretically a very long playoff run for this upcoming season, then the Olympics, then his 22nd NBA season, pretty much with no break, no recuperation period, Unless he plans to sit out the opening of the 24-25 Lakers season, that seems insane and feels like something that would signal like this might be the last ride in the NBA coming up. Unless LeBron, there's more galaxy braining, LeBron thinks at this age the best way for him to handle NBA seasons is to essentially never fall Never ever stop playing. Right, just peak conditioning until he's done. He's like a basketball shark or like a basketball version of the bus in speed like if he stops dribbling he dies <laughs> so like he just has to keep keep going so in this scenario Starring the girl from the bus <laughs> in this scenario he goes from the nba season hopefully a very deep playoff run maybe even with the championship to the olympics in paris to the 2025 season hopefully another very long playoff run the championship fills his contract and walks away and that could be the formal retirement tour, the 24-25. Or maybe he's just thinking he can keep, 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 keep going. But I know LeBron has talked about retirement being on his mind. And, you know, he knows the end is far closer than the beginning. And I don't think that he is just saying this stuff willy-nilly or to, you know, control the headlines or whatever. I, I believe him. Because why wouldn't he? Well, I think he wants to play. Yeah, I think he wants to play. I no, but I think he's been thinking about. Oh, I, I think he does. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I just it's harder for him now. It's obvious it's harder, and he's admitted it's harder. So that gets to my next question. Let's say, I mean, if you're right, it's certainly very interesting, and it opens up all kinds of questions and possibilities and things for the Lakers, including how you reload around Anthony Davis and this and that and whatever. Well, let's say you're wrong. Let's say that's just because, like, you know what? Are you saying my unsourced galaxy brain take on this might not be right? I have, over the years, had opportunity to question the wisdom of your galaxy brain. Yes, it has come up once or twice. It's entertaining, though. Well, I, I, I didn't say I wanted to get rid of it. I just said, I, you know, every yeah. once in a while, I, sure. what are you thinking, galaxy no, brain? I can get out over my skis. Yeah, but let's say you're wrong. Okay. And he just wants to play in the Olympics. It's like this last one. Clearly, sure. the, I mean, even the most dedicated LeBronophiles are not going to say he's not going to play at 45, you know, you know, whatever it is in the, although aren't those the Olympics that are in LA? They are in the LA. Ones after Paris. <laughs> Get the F out of here, man. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> if he does that, though. No, okay, I will. What if he doesn't? What if he just sort of cranks it back up just for that turn? That's what I was about to say. 
if he plays in 2028, it will be after a few years off. A couple years off, off. right. He comes back. I'm sorry. Well, Professor Emeritus rejoins the team, kind of. No, thing. no. At, at that, if LeBron manages to play straight through 2028 in the NBA after a 24 Olympic run, then goes to the 28 Olympics, we need to strap that dude down and actually see if he's a cyborg because that's not humanly possible. And you look, I mean, and you know he'll only play if he's good. So you just have to keep signing to a series of one and ones until he's done. But like that's, I mean. Okay, he's probably not going to play in the 28 Olympics in L.A. Probably not. Um, but let's just say we're wrong. It's like this is the last one he's going to get a chance to play. It, it's meaningful to him. Uh, he wants to you know, get this run. He likes the Olympic runs, which he does. I mean, all these guys do. That If you're the actual Lakers, and he, like, the intention is for him to play out the second year of that option or whatever, there's no earthly way you actually want him to go do that, right? You say, oh, it's fine. LeBron can do it every once. He's LeBron. He's earned the right. We can never tell anybody you can't play for your country and so on and so forth. But there is no – there. are you out of your bleeping mind? No, we don't want you to do that. Please don't go. Like, you know, you're praying that he sprains his ankle or something before he does it or like you know just they, no you don't want him to do that fans teams who wants him to play in that tournament it's one of those things that would be like astonishingly incredible and so horribly impractical at the exact same time i don't <laughs> want anthony davis playing in this thing either it is hard enough for me to watch that guy in the regular season and not have a thousand different heart attacks every time. Like he falls down. And he- if the Olympics are refereed in the same way as FIBA, there is more physicality allowed. I um, I don't like this. Can we win without our dudes, Andy? Can we? Do we have to send our best? Like when we say, like you know, the Olympics, America has to send its best. Do the Lakers have to send their best? Like, is that how this works? I mean, look, can't I, some, in the immortal words of, of Homer Simpson, can't someone else do it? I mean, look, I'm the wrong guy to ask. I don't care if they send any of them. I don't really <laughs> care if they win or not. But, like, it, what's funny about this to me is, like, this feels very much like, you know, again, it was one last ride, like that sort of thing. And it reminded me of, you know, all of the heist movies that I love where, you know, the gang of thieves get together to pull up, pull down one this score, one last Andy. score. Right, and then they go their separate ways, except they never actually yeah. let it go with one. And last at score. least three quarters of them die in the movie. They, half of them get shot. The other mm-hmm. ones, like the others, go to jail. Yeah. Like, oh no, that one last score never goes. Never well. works out that well. Never works out. Now, if you were to tell me, and I would, I'm not rooting for this because I want a lot of these guys to keep playing, but like, like if you told me all of them were going to retire after winning a gold medal, I'm like, okay, that's kind of a cool story. Still, not as, but like if we're all just doing this and then coming back, like the the, the 2024 25 season is going to suck because all of these guys are going to be worn down and tired. If LeBron starts rounding dudes up, they're going to play. Yeah. They're going to play. Well, you know, AD will. Speaking of of people, we were talking about guys and and wanting them to be able to rest. Um, instead of going to play the Olympics, the NBA Andy has uh, is is reportedly soon to issue new rules about just that during the regular season of the NBA. Uh, rules that could absolutely have a material impact on the Lakers this season. We will discuss that next. 
apparently the NBA wants you to manage your loads differently this year. Um, they, they don't want star players sitting out the same nights. You're not sitting out on national TV games. Um, and if you're just sitting for resting and you do it wrong, Andy, the NBA is going to fine you. Uh, and it's, you know, these, these fines could, could start to add up. Um, we'll find all, the team. So it's clear. Team, right. Um, uh, we could get fined up to over a million dollars, um, depending on how many times you violate the rule. Um, basically, if you're sitting guys who could play, they're not injured; they're just resting, um, and they're and they're considered star caliber players. Like anyone who has made an All Star or All NBA team in the last three seasons, that is specifically who the league is focusing on in terms of availability and suiting up. Is now is D'Lo out of that window? He would be, yeah, he'd be out of that window. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, we got honest because that would give the Lakers three guys. If you, so basically, and the other rule is you cannot do two of those guys in the same night. And so the Lakers would not be able to sit LeBron and Anthony Davis for rest purposes on the same night. Um, and if you know D'Angelo Russell was still grandfathered in there uh, for the All Star team that he made, it would add another. I think his all-star season was far enough ago that he would not count for these purposes. But when you start to look at this, you know, like I, I think this was, you know, it's an interesting push the league is making to at least try to get guys on the floor and cut down on load management that is 100% unquestionable, just plain rest. Uh, 2019, he made the All-Star team. He's fine. Lakers are fine. It's okay. got nothing to do with D'Angelo Russell. Right, so that's good. Um, I was just looking that up. So you combine this, though, with the 65-game threshold to win postseason awards. And we, we did a show uh, over the summertime about that. Like That, to me, could really make a difference for somebody like Anthony Davis, who wants to be the defensive player of the year who wants to make some of these all defensive teams and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's very obvious like that 65 game threshold is going to be meaningful for getting guys on the floor. Um, I, I don't know exactly how the league is going to police this, but it's, it's going to, I think, push more players onto the floor, at least some, I don't know if it'll be as, do you, I, don't, I don't think it'll be as impactful as that threshold for the stars at least some of them, but this will get guys on the floor. Well, I, the first thing that jumped to mind, you, you may recall when the schedule came out and we started getting more details about where the in-season tournament fit into the schedule. One of the things I said repeatedly was, you are going to need a doctor's note, like a serious doctor's note, an independent doctor's note to miss these games because the league is not effing around with this tournament. And that was one of the first things that I thought of when I saw these rules coming out. And it seems like it underscores that. Like, Adam Silver is not going to want to be embarrassed while unveiling his new baby. Like, I mean, for real, this, I think... No, 100%. Absolutely. It is not a coincidence that this is coming out right at the time that they are trying to make this tournament a big deal event. Um, the other reaction I immediately had was... Take the over if you're betting the number of stars who miss games against the Hornets, Pistons, Wizards, Raptors, or Rockets because they are all tied for the fewest nationally televised games this season for each. Yeah. Um, as far as the Lakers go, to be honest, I don't actually think it affects them a ton. 
Because for all the talk about LeBron and AD and load management, the amount of games that either of them missed for what felt like really preventative... Straight up rest. Like preventative reasons as opposed to this is attached to a recent injury. Like pretty few. I mean, remember there was the big controversy when AD came back from that foot injury about him not playing back-to-backs and you know while the Lakers were trying to chase their way into the play. And regardless of how you felt about him doing it, him not doing it, whatever, that was not load management for right, that wouldn't That would not qualify. No, or it shouldn't. This policy. I mean, that should not. Like AD not playing the second end of those back-to-backs, that was specifically directly connected to right. a real foot injury. Like if the, if the league dings the Lakers for that, I mean, to be honest, they should just pay the fine. But – that's not right. Then I don't. The league, then the league should get rid of all the back-to-backs because that's right, the problem. Right. Exactly. But I honestly, th- this really should be called the Clippers rule. Like this really should be called the inaugural Kawhi Leonard Paul George get your asses on the court rule. Like because this really feels like it's a rule about those two, and kind of like yeah. those two are ruining it for everyone else. <laughs> it's just. It- it's funny, by the way, I, I found a, 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 this is the file photo of the independent doctor the Lakers have selected for the tournament to make sure like when their guys need to skip a game. Um, it is, I, 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 I am, I understand why the league is doing, they're, all, they're also doing the thing like, hey, tanking teams, you need to come up with a better reason to just sit guys than just work, you're just trying to lose games. Like, you know, they're, they're going to make you work harder, if nothing else, to to lie to them. You know, like there are going to be some guys who have back spasms that the league might not be able to um, disprove. Disprove. Um, I just, I, I wonder. It's like LeBron wants to play, for example. LeBron wants to play in games. Like, is the solution here for a team like the Lakers? Where you have guys now, I guess, who both want to play games to qualify for awards. Um, you know, you want to avoid fines. You really, is the solution to say, you know what, tonight is a twenty-minute night for LeBron. Tonight yes. is a fifteen-minute night for for Anthony Davis. Like guys are going to play, they're going to suit up, but we don't have to play them thirty-five minutes. Um, you know, physiologically, I don't, I don't know what the difference is sometimes, but I will say, like. They these teams believe that what they're doing preserves players in ways that it makes them po- it gets impossible for, to make it through the playoffs. And if I'm you know a Laker fan, as much as I want to see Anthony Davis play on the road or at home in marquee games of the sun, I really want to see him play in April, May, June. And if you know sitting him down for a few games during the regular season means that's more likely to happen. That's the path that I would want. Yeah, I mean, look, the truth is, I don't know if it actually does lead to more availability. Like the eight, the era of quote-unquote load management, which I've said many times, I think that phrase gets thrown around too loosely as a catch-all and is often being used to describe situations where somebody's actually recovering from an injury. Right. And it wouldn't be considered that uncommon for them not to play. It's just now that we refer to this stuff as load management, everybody has their antenna up. But, like, it has not really been proven, I think, that this approach has led to more availability, fewer injuries. You know, I remember Paul George 
was on some podcast. I don't believe it was his own, but he was talking about how he thinks earlier in his career he was sort of better prepared because, you know, Paul George came in sort of at, at the beginning of maybe when this stuff was happening, but not uh-huh. when it was as prevalent that he had felt like he was more prepared to get through an 82 game season, you know, before this started becoming more of the approach. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if it definitively has, has helped, but either way, I, I, think these guys do generally want to be out on the court. Like there, there are very few players out there, like somebody like, again, Kawhi, where it's very difficult to figure out exactly what his thought process is and, you know, where the reservations lie and stuff like that. Like he is, he is notorious for not being easy to work with when it comes to this stuff. And he's got like his own team and his, you know, this is not just like a Spurs thing. This has been going on a lot with the Clippers now, Ty Lu has been pretty outward in his frustration of, okay, seriously, we got to start valuing the regular season. We need these guys to start playing more. Um, but you and I have done this for a long time in a lot of different sports. 99-ish percent of these guys want to be on the floor, kind of no questions asked if they can make it happen. Oh, the, the, the whole point of load management is to protect players from themselves. And in that sense, I... You know, you, there's obviously a self-interest with the organization because they're paying these guys, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, you know, you're going to be not long before it's 70 million a year. Right. And, you know, these are, they're, they're people, but they're also investments and you need to yes. make sure, you know, that they are available. Which is why I think it's always been a lot ownership driven too. Absolutely. You know, it's the length of the contract. It's all these things you got to consider. But I mean, I think from, from a practical standpoint, the, like I said, I think the 65 game thing is going to be a bigger motivator for certain players. Um, I don't think LeBron is necessarily going to care, but um, the bigger, the biggest thing is just that you can't rest two guys at once. And so, you know, scheduled losses um, are those types of things where like you got the second night of a back-to-back and it's the fifth game in eight nights and all that. And you're like, you know what we just, and we just landed in Portland at 3 a.m. Um, someone is going to be load managed. Anthony Davis is going to be load managed, and LeBron's going to have back spasms. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's how some of these things are going to turn out. Where if the league in the long term wants to make sure LeBron and Anthony Davis are on the floor for every game that they can play, they've got to do a better job of the schedule and they've got to spread it out or cut down on games and get rid of all the back to backs or whatever it might be. And then you remove excuses from people. So um, that's what I think. But I, all this new stuff is, is you know, it's, it's it's like the new salary structure, new CBA, new rules about awards. I am really interested to see how some of these things play out over the course of the year. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, ultimately, I don't know if you can truly legislate it out, but if nothing else the league is looking to apply pressure and that might be the best they can do. Make him show it. Uh, make at least, you know, like, you know, you got you, you got to jump through some hoops and make it look as credible as possible. It's like them uh, with tampering. tampering. Like exactly. Yeah. Just don't make us have to do something about it. Uh, Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to see the show, hang out with over 20,000 subscribers. Uh, we'll maybe get into some of the reaction that you guys had about Anthony Davis 
and this whole center versus power forward thing. Talk a little bit about LeBron in the Olympics. I think you know whether or not you want LeBron or Anthony Davis, quite frankly, playing summer basketball. Would love to get your reaction to that. Use that on the show throughout the rest of the week. Still plenty to get into uh, around rotations and uh, you know the the the, the new Lakers uh, roster that is completely filled out now. Um, and uh, yeah, lots to cover. Training camp not that far away. See everybody on Wednesday.